Hey, welcome back, everybody, to Director Showdown. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. Coming in real hot. What What are we doing here, Brent? What? This is this. this we is, already the last season's over. What's going on? What's what? go, What's going on? We're what? We're doing it. We're doing a little bit of a bonus app before before our dealer's choice. Kind of splitting up the seasons here as we yeah usually do. Um, you, you know what I? You know what I like doing. After seeing a bunch of good movies, Brent, you know what yeah. I fucking love doing? Yeah, yeah. I just love watching just, just, just the the worst, the worst movies out there, yeah. just to you know clean the palate. Yeah, from very good movies like we did last season, mm-hmm. and this time around, yeah, just get some piping hot shit. It's a steamy and just and just make you it's it's not do you know a palate saying palate cleanser yeah. is a great way to put it, I think, because I, I think we've talked about this on on you know other episodes. It's usually dealer's choice episodes when we're kind of more often than not forced to watch some some real dog some shit. Real rough stuff. Uh, yeah. you know, uh, wet hot uh summer not not included, of course. But oh that was that was it. The exception to yeah, the rule. The exception yeah. to the rule yeah. And uh uh, but yeah, we wanted to, to, I feel like this is a preemptive strike to mm. like the roulette almost. It's like, you yeah. know, what? we're going to watch this movie before you guys can yeah, even before you make it. us. Yeah. yeah. you made us watch Geely. You're not making us watch fucking Gotti. We're, we're going to do it ourselves. We're doing it ourselves. Gotti <laughs> is what, what, you know, we already watched cause you clicked on the episode. Gotti. I'm going to put it up in all caps cause it just feels right. It feels so right. Um, and I already fucked up because uh, you were supposed to do the cold open. Well, and I and you just you just will decided, decided not do to. it because I was like I started rec- I started recording and then you didn't do the cold open. I was like, well, I guess like we're just well, Adam. <laughs> let me tell you something. <laughs> New York is the greatest fucking city in the world. My city. My city. I was a kid in these streets. I started in the fucking gutter, and I made it to the top. This life ends one of two ways. Dead or in jail. I did both. Gotti, baby. <laughs> That's not also in the opening. Well, well you know what? Remember how it was so fucking funny how like this movie starts off yeah. with the cityscape? And I, w- I literally told you he's going to say my city. Yeah. And he fucking says it. Yeah. <laughs> that's been that's been like a it start. It's so funny because I can track like oh this. God. This weird like uh, super derivative bit back like 10 years ago when we used to like film shit. And like yeah. we come up with stuff of like a guy looking out over the city. That was Derek who came up with. It that. was because it was it was his Our buddy pitch Derek. Yeah, to get hyper specific to bring up fucking ghoul beaters again. It was his pitch for like a, a teaser or like the opening to like a ghoul beaters movie. Mm. And I remember yeah. I wrote and I wish I found it. I think I might have thrown it out in our move to the apartment, but I wrote a teaser trailer for ghoul beaters, the movie um, that involved that it involved a guy going to like yeah. the fucking 
window of of a tall skyscraper Wasn't looking it just out. Duke Gulum, he he would just like I think it was, yeah, yeah it was Duke Gulum. Um but yeah, that that line happens in the first thirty seconds of the movie. You and I high fived and we're like, holy shit, this I couldn't movie. believe I was like, Yeah, you can't you can't make that shit up. Like I wish I was making that up that I predicted it, but I didn't. Yeah. Because it's I just I don't that that already clues you in on how yeah fucking lazy this movie is is and was going to be. Yeah. Absolutely. It's uh to give some context. Yeah, let's start off we with got, some background okay. here. Yeah. A little bit of background, Gotti, one of the biggest crime bosses of all time. Uh, I didn't do a lot of, I didn't do a deep dive into Gotti, really, but it's, it's, See, you, you know, I'm kind of, I, I did it because I always called yeah. him Goaty instead. Of yeah, Goaty is what you said the entire movie. I told you to keep saying that and you should for the rest of your life. Uh, because well, why G-O. put respect on it? Yeah. It's like, I guess got if you got T. It's the two T's, I guess, that are supposed to. But I, I also know. like the idea of goat T because he's like the goat, you know, the greatest of all time. Yeah, that's what it, that's what it should you have know? been turned into for sure. Yeah, but this is the, the movie's the worst of all time. <laughs> Bazinga! Yeah, uh, directed by Kevin Connolly. Who, who's who's Kevin Connolly? Who's Kevin Connolly? You might ask. Uh, uh, e from Entourage. Listen. See, see, I thought he was Turtle. I don't even know you who Turtle You said that the was. entire time we were watching the movie. I didn't correct you because I thought it was fucking hilarious <laughs> that you kept calling him Turtle. I thought Turtle, it was what Turtle. are you doing? Because <laughs> Turtle, to me, seemed like he was the dumb one out of the Entourage group. Mm. And it would just make sense that the dumb one from the Entourage group... He, like, he would, wasn't actually even... Like, uh, he wasn't? No, it was... Um, I just who feel like he's brother. He's brother yeah. is this guy who's like kind of a character actor. He's an older guy. I forget his name. I should have brought up the Entourage uh, Wikipedia. Yeah, really uh, there, there's there's Kevin Dillon. He's in there. Him, Kevin Dillon. There's a Jerry um, Ferreira. Jeremy yeah, Pittman, there's, of there's course. a yeah. Kevin um, Connolly. He's is he's the main guy. He's the main. So Kevin Connolly is so E. Mm. Um, I don't know why they. I forgot why they call is him he E. The, uh, he he's the, the main character. He's like the guy you the relate Wahlberg? to. Is he the Wahlberg? I guess. Well, see, the thing is, he he kind of isn't because he isn't. Um, he's not the star. He's not. He's not like the the actor. That would be uh, Adrian Grenier, if oh, I remember his okay. name. Yeah. That that I guess is the is the Wahlberg, the guy who's like the actor, the guy who's like coming up hot yeah. in Hollywood. Um, but he is like his. Oh, is is his brother? I think, and like his uh, manager is, I think, what it is. Mm. Uh, but the thing is, like Adrian Grenier's kind of like his character. Uh, I forgot what his name is in the show, uh, but he is kind of like a hot shot. He's not really the the guy the show focuses on. The show Eric kind Murphy of and Eric Murphy, and Vincent Chase, Vincent Chase. Yeah. No, no, no. You know what it is? And they're they're like best friends for life. They've been oh. best friends since they were kids. Vincent and Chase. You're Vincent bringing back Ch- so many memories Vincent right Chase now. Vincent Chase's brothers with Johnny Drama Chase. Johnny Drama. Yeah. yeah. So he's kind of the the butt of the joke of the show. Okay. Uh, but uh, what did you say? Eric Murphy? 
Eric Murphy's Kevin Conley. Yeah, yeah, so that's E. They call him E for Eric. Um, and he's like his, yeah, he's his manager. He is kind of the guy you relate to the most. You're kind of like, he's the audience surrogate. He's like the guy that you're like, oh, man, I'm, I'm with this guy. Everybody else is crazy. Johnny Drama's crazy. Turtle's crazy. Vincent Chase has like the ego of a fucking, I don't even know, just like a... a well, yeah, of course, because yeah. we all know Mark Wahlberg. Uh, yeah, of, of Wahlberg. Yeah. So I guess yeah. E is the Donnie Wahlberg. Oh, boy. Of uh, <laughs> If the comparison goes there. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, it's I, I inexplicably watched all of Entourage. I, I told you that, that it's one of the one of my I don't know if you could call it a great shame, but it's 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 a show it's that a good show, though. I mean, it's weird that you've heard that. Really? <laughs> it's not because the thing is it's not real it's I don't know. It's not a great show, but it's um Is it, it real just like is it real like it's real bro junky, junk huh? foodie? Yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll say that. It's like very and it's like Jeremy Piven is a uh is is Vincent Chase's agent and he's like a total fucking like as Ari Gold. Yeah, Ari Gold. He's just what a, the most Piven. Is he a, is he Jewish? I think yeah, absolutely. Oh my god, absolutely. That is like the worst name to give <laughs> him. It's is uh, he a lawyer? Is he an agent? Is he's he an he's a- an agent. Yeah, he- and and Eric is oh his god. manager. And there's a lot of you know not Johnny drama, but there's a lot of drama. So who the fuck is Salvatore Turtle Asante? So Turtle is okay. The half of this episode is going to be uh, me trying to remember Entourage, but Turtle is also one of. Vincent Chase's old friends. He he's just kind of hanging out. Like Turtle's kind of the best character of the show. I think it from what no, Johnny Drama's probably the better one. Um, but uh yeah, we're t- we're talking about E. Uh so yeah, should from we, Entourage. It, was Kevin Conley cool at all in Entourage? No, he was never cool. Um okay. he was he all was right. kind all- of a, a dork. Uh, but, but the thing is he, he's kind of the captain America of the show. He's the guy you need to, to balance out all of the, he's a straight man. Exactly. Um, and in that regard, I was like, okay, like he's kind of like you're, he's centering everybody. Basically the the fact that you said a captain America type directed (laughs) Gotti. Yeah. Is, is is pretty uh, wild. It's so fucking weird. He directed this, uh, but uh, Entourage is a show that I would really only recommend for people that like Hollywood stuff. And that was definitely like at, at, when I got into it, I was very much like getting into Hollywood stuff, Hollywood stuff. I was getting into like, quote unquote, real movies, good directors. Yeah. And then that's that's what the show uh, had a lot of, I think, is like a lot of like fun cameos. There's like an arc with James Cameron was in the show. Spielberg was in an episode. Like it was, it was very much like very ingrained in that Hollywood sphere of like, um, I don't know, like Vincent Chase also had a whole career throughout the show. Uh, and of, you know, of being in like various movies, he was Aquaman for James Cameron. That was a whole arc. Like that, that was like a big, uh, stepping stone in his like acting career was being in Aquaman. Um, wow. And, uh, this is really interesting stuff. Very yeah, compelling. Oh, it's, it's, it's gripping. Um, <laughs> I even went to see the entourage movie in theaters just out of some weird sense of 
devotion to the the franchise. There was a movie. There was, and it was fucking. It was terrible. It was all about how like E wanted to fuck some chick, and Vincent Chase wanted to fuck some chick, and that's what the whole movie is about. Huh. That's what most of the show is about. Is about them trying to hook up with chicks, but it happened to also you know have some Hollywood shit in there. Uh, but anyway, E finishes up his run on Entourage, gets himself s- some money, Kevin Connolly. Um, and I, I assume it's that Entourage money that helped in some small part to fund Gotti. Who, who's the who's boss? He showed the world who's boss. He showed the world who's boss. And Gotti... Yeah, give us a rundown... <laughs> On the big man himself. <laughs> like like him? Like as a person? No, I don't know what you got. I don't, I don't, I don't know what you're coming, coming with. Well, I feel like the only way we're ever going to get through this podcast, because let me start by saying, if, if you were to ask me, hey, what happened in the movie Gotti? Yeah. I would say, I don't know. Yeah, I would <laughs> say I don't know also. Um, so And we watched it. And we watched it together. <laughs> so this is going to be a good one, y'all. And uh, the the few notes I, re- I wrote down was Irishman. Yeah, we're going to be talking about Scorsese. We're going to be think, talking about lot. Scorsese. Yeah. I, I wrote down Irishman. I wrote down My City. And I wrote th- the last thing I wrote down was I'm still motherfucking. Yep. And... What, do you have that line up, Brent? You you almost had the entire thing, Adam. There's a line <laughs> that happens early in the movie. It's truly the peak. It truly it's is. It's actually the peak of the, the film script. It was of the, the film. climax of the film. The, cl- the climax is in the first five minutes. John Travolta in Thanos makeup, <laughs> essentially, which we'll, we'll get into that oh a little bit God. more, too. It, it has... Yeah, it has some Irishman components, uh, like your notes kind of uh, allude to. Uh, the fact that that's even like yeah. relevant is a goddamn shame. It's it's too bad. <laughs> uh, the line that John Travolta says, I think, to his his son uh, in jail, <laughs> his God. There's there just is actually the a lot to talk yeah, about. Yeah, just say the line first, and we'll get into yeah, his son. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, his fifty year old son. Uh, I'm still motherfucking these guys, which is so overwritten, but is also like, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Because we had to do like a double take with it. Because like when I first heard it, I was like, hold on. That's stupid. Yeah, we and then, laughed and we're like, what the fuck? And then we looked at each other and we're like, that's good, actually. Because <laughs> he's he's implicitly calling himself a motherfucker. Yeah. Because he's motherfucking these guys. Yeah. But also this makes sense because those guys, he's implying that they're women. They're mother. They're, they're moms because he's motherfucking them. Well, I think he's fucking their moms. If we're if we're trying to well, dive why, that, into that's yeah. why I want to understand the the vernacular or like the the uh, oh I don't know if there's any understanding to it of, of like the usage of the word motherfucker yeah and to hear it used in such a I've never heard it used like that in my entire thirty years on this earth mm-hmm. and I've seen a lot of movies I've seen a lot of Tarantino movies yeah where motherfuckers used a lot. And I've never heard it used as a, a verb. Verb, right? Motherfucking. Yeah. 
I'm motherfucking. Isn't that an ad? These verb? guys. No, that'd be motherfucker Lee. Oh, you're Motherfu- right. Yeah, you motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. My, my so, all my English courses. You you ran very motherfuckerly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is gonna I be in Gotti too. That. I can't wait. If if Gotti needs to say it, <laughs> motherfuckerly. You killed those guys, motherfuckerly. You know, it really rolls up the tongue, like, 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 just, just like wine. It just, it, it just feels so good on the tongue, as you say it. You know. Um, yeah, I mean, like, like, like we referenced in in the opening monologue. We should just get into this now, I guess. Like, from the get go, you're already thinking about better versions that have already been done of this exact movie. Uh, and like this, this is, I guess where I want to get into the, the Scorsese of it all. Uh, one of, if not like my favorite directors, I think of all time. And, uh, it's, it's from, from the get go, this movie is already like pulling from, and I want to narrate this while it's happening. Adam got, because we knew how important this episode and this movie was, Adam got, well, and he also just ran 16 miles. I guess that's uh, good context also, I guess. Uh, Adam got some DoorDash. Adam, what did you get uh, via DoorDash? Chipotle. Chipotle. It's smelling real good. Uh, Chipotle's always good. Um, but, yeah, it's... Uh, no, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm going on. I'm going on here, Adam. You're getting, you get your Chipotle ready. I'm talking Scorsese here. Um, and, 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 yeah, it's... it's you know, from the from minute one, it's already like curbing from Goodfellas, from Casino, uh, which I rewatched that to fucking cleanse my palate from this, um, and just like all of his great crime movies, and this movie just feels so redundant's not the word. What is it? Uh, um, it's, uh, not redundant, but derivative. Derivative. There yeah. it is. Very, very derivative. It, it's like it's like um, it, it it's it's like Michael Bay, but at least Michael Bay is a competent director. Because Michael Bay took like all the things that like all the tr- all the usual tropes and like put them into his films for action movies. But at least mm-hmm. he does like a great job with directing. Yeah, yeah. But like, see that, that Michael Bay has merit. <laughs> which is yeah, such a funny yeah. thing to say. If you asked me that Michael Bay had merit 10 years ago, I would, you know, <laughs> be really mad about, but I, I now appreciate his work, but, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Conley is no Michael Bay is no Michael Bay. He, he's someone who watched all of Scorsese films and like, didn't understand subtext and like looked at all the all the superficial like layers to it which are still cool i'll admit like i i enjoy like the violence in like scorsese films and the style that in which that scorsese does on that superficial level yeah but there's also like scorsese does like he does the consequences the real consequences of the violence yeah. and like shoves it in your face you know and says like shit like you were enjoying this well Look what actually happens to these people. They're not like good people at all. Yeah. And that's why I love about Scorsese that he does that. Even For Tarantino sure. does that too. Mm-hmm. But Conley's like, 
He doesn't, he doesn't have a handle understand on that. Yeah. He just says, look at how cool, like... God, yeah. Gotti kills this guy. He just... Like, the first, like... Here's a cool song, and yeah. here's a cool kill montage. Well, it, the the ending really fucking underlines what this movie is It was all pop doing. songs yeah. during a killing, and you have no context as to why he's doing, like, this Hitman stuff. Like, it, doesn't, it just says... He's going to be a made man. He's got to go do the... La Cosa Nostra, made man. It's like there's like there's a fucking just like dialect that he's like pulling from uh, that, that that he's just seen from like decades of fucking Scorsese movies. But I, I, I want to bring up too that um, it's so fascinating to me and I only found this out a couple hours ago when I was reading about it, but uh, this movie was almost directed by... Uh, Barry Levinson, who, who, uh, the director who did, uh, I mean, he's done good movies. He's done the natural with Robert Redford, the, the baseball movie he did, uh, rain man, wag the dog. Good morning, Vietnam. He's like a good director. He sounds like a good American, like classic director, you know? What I yeah. Mean? It's yeah. And then he almost did it with Al Pacino around 2010. So wow. It's what, like, a, what a change of, yeah. What 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 movie would that be? I don't know. It's it's just so interesting that like that it just didn't formulate. I can't really find why it just didn't really happen. Like Levinson dropped out. I don't know. Maybe because the script was bad. Uh, is my guess. Um, they they well, saw who wrote Gotti. The who wrote the script, Adam? That's a good question. That's actually who we need to know. Yeah, uh, Leo Rossi who is an Italian character actor. Uh, what? Who, who was in... Who was in uh, he was the EMT from Halloween 2. He was in Mania, Maniac Cop 2. Uh, Analyze this. He's just like an Italian guy. Oh, yeah. I read about that guy. Yeah. It's like... Like, yeah. Like, you just... Why would we trust an actor with a writing job? I don't know. And the other guy... And I only found this out like an hour ago before I came over here. Um, is a, a British American screenwriter. His name's Lem Dobbs, uh, who wrote uh, who who wrote Dark City. Which have you seen Dark City? Yeah, I love Dark City. Dark City's fucking great. He wrote Dark City. He wrote The Limey for uh, Steven Soderbergh, um, and that's pretty much it. But then I guess he in uh, after that era he wrote Gotti with fucking uh, I already forgot his name uh, the other guy <laughs> Leo Rossi I guess and yeah that script has just been floating around and I guess now we know why it it's taken so long to make it because uh, it's, it's, oh, it's it's slight tangent I yeah. hope this is real ASMR where I'm like uh, yeah he's he's got his uh, his Chipotle bowl there. Yeah. It smells so good. I wish I could j- get Chipotle right now. It's too late, though. I think. Is it too late? I, I think so. Know. No, but it's all good. Um, but, but it's yeah. the type of respect you yeah. got to put on Gotti's name. You got to eat a Chipotle bowl while you're talking about yeah, it. Yeah, I literally... It's what Kevin Connolly <laughs> I deserves. I would never do this during, like, <laughs> a regular, like, episode... But this is like some postmodern take on like who gives a shit. It's yeah. like our. Uh, I'm gonna uh, enjoy myself because I'm not enjoying got talking it. about this. Yeah, exactly, and that's fair, and that's fine. And I should I should have gotten some Taco Bell on the way over, honestly. Um, but uh, this should be a new podcast idea. Yeah, you you eat you eat a new part. Bar- you talk about a movie. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be fucking annoying. Yeah. Anyway, who cares? Who cares? Um, 
But uh, yeah, we're at the scene, actually, we got a plane in the background per usual, where Gotti's one of his many sons that truly, when we were watching Holy this movie, fuck. were like, okay, how, how many, many sons does Gotti have? I feel like they've introduced at least six. But then I think we, I, I don't even know. I still don't know. I, I'm, a, I'm going to trust your like estimate. I think it's between <laughs> six and eight. I... <laughs> I was going to say, I think it's four. I think it's four. It's probably like He four, has like three. He had, oh, I guess. Oh, this weird shot in the it's hospital. It's so weird. We'll get to that. That's going to be hour yeah, three okay, of yeah, this podcast. Yeah. Um, he has like three young boys, and then he has an older son who's like at military academy. It's going to become very Yeah, for some reason, important. the son of a mob guy yeah. is going to like West Point. Yeah, if that's re- it, might be real life. I don't know. It is. I, I think still, it is. But that's like interesting enough to like talk about. And this movie doesn't like. Well, it's very explore. Michael Corleone, like we talked about. It's like very Godfathery. Yeah, but like yeah. I would like to know more. Like, what was the kid's motivation for wanting to go to the military? Yeah. School? Motiv- motivations are a thing that this movie is because like very all, uninteresting. All it in. did about his the kid's motivation. He's like. Uh, his uh, Kelly Preston plays his wife, and she's like, they're he's like in go, Gotti's like in jail, and uh, <laughs> either like the he's young too, the the military kid or whatever. Yeah, it's like he's he wants to be a cop, and Gotti's like, oh, you don't be a fucking cop. My kid does not dress up as a cop for Halloween. No yeah, cops. Yeah. And that was like it's the very only twenty twenty. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's just, like, it's yeah. the only, like, indication where the kid, like, decides he wants to be on, like, that side of things, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's, like, it's odd. There's no reason why, like, this, uh, this boy decides to be, like, you know, in the military. I don't know. Like, it's just, he just yeah. shows up in the academy. Yeah, know? he's he's there, um, and... I, I should mention that we're introduced to him in that early prison scene. Like, I, 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 I want to try and clarify as much as I possibly can the structure of this movie, but no, it's we so get, hard. It's so hard. We got to talk about the structure because it's going to take at least an hour to talk about. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a very and this goes back to the Scorsese thing. It's a very Scorsese movie structure where it's a lot of jumping around and like when the when the fucking credits rolled. That was my biggest well, takeaway. First, is how good Scorsese is at doling out info. First of all, yeah, we didn't know how many timelines existed in this this Goaty universe. Yeah, we I thought, thought there <laughs> were three or four at was, least. We were like, "Is this primer? Like, is this?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the joke we were making. It's like this is fucking like uh, Kevin Connolly's coming at us hot with his crime primer. Yeah, is he crimer? Lo- crimer. <laughs> there it is. End of I episode. End of. We need to write our it. thesis on Crime like, or Jesus. This Christ. is a low key like multi timeline like causation yeah. loop shit. And and then and then we realized after like 20, 30 minutes that it's just him being a bad director. That it's like oh okay, there's two timelines, but he doesn't know how to like serve out the information. the The characters are kind of all over the yeah. place. I there's was, no there's no yeah. straight line plot wise through the movie. No, you know? we don't know what is the point of every anything happening at all. And yeah. I remember telling you 
Like, why don't Con- why doesn't Conley just have why doesn't Conley just have like the date all the time at the like at the lower right corner of the frame? Just just yeah. tell us. Like, don't even... Or at least at the beginning, that's mm. what a competent director does. It's like, I'm going to show you the dates, but only for, like, the first, you know, 20, 30 minutes so that you get your bearings, you know where, and more importantly, when you are, you know? Because mm. that's that's, like, what Scorsese would do. It's, like, in Goodfellas and Casino, it's, like, you would always have a kind of like a a rebalancing of like, okay, I know where I am now when I am in the timeline because the character says something or he's showing it outright with a a date on the screen, but he doesn't kind of even start doing that for a while. And so the movie opens with, like we mentioned, uh, Travolta, which we'll get to, that's going to be 30 minutes of this thing. Uh, Travolta in Thanos makeup. Uh, He has a fucked up chin. He says that his tit, uh, they grafted his tit skin onto his chin because I guess he had like cancer or some shit and he looks like Thanos now. Um, but it, it, it is very much, if you've seen the Irishman, uh, we'll talk about it one day on this podcast. I'm sure. Um, it's, it's very Irishman where, you know, it's like opening with like this guy, the end of this guy's life. And, and he's kind of recontextualizing everything. He's walking you through his life, but it's like sloppy, shitty Irishman. That's like my biggest takeaway from Gotti is like it's it's shitty Irishman, uh, it's and it's very shitty yeah. <laughs> Irishman. That's the, that's like that's actually giving it more than it deserves. Yeah, it is. Which it is really funniest, is. Yeah, because uh, it's so incompetently done. But um, but yeah, and it's like it's it's you know we open with old Travolta. He's in jail, just like Gotti set up at the beginning. Uh, he uh, he did both. He went to jail and died. Very clever line. Uh, <laughs> uh, and yeah, what? And he's talking to his what? son. Who cares if he, Yeah, who cares if you went to jail? Mm-hmm. Why is that? Is that an accomplishment for him? I, I don't guess, understand. I, I, he's a made man. I don't know. Who who fucking knows? He went to jail like a bunch of times. I don't even know how many times he went in the movie. He went a yeah. whole bunch of. And he was times. doing crimes while in jail. That's right. Yeah, when yeah. we piece that together after the yeah, fact. we didn't even understand like that's what he was. We thought he was just released from jail, and we didn't understand why. But then it was just like, oh, the cops. The, that's the problem is that things get explained after the fact when he should just be like, you should just be there the whole time and understand what's happening as opposed to like saying, oh, yeah. that's what was going on. Ex- exactly. And you so- like have to piece it together from shit you see later on. And that's like, honestly, I, I, that's why I'm going to use this episode. art house film. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's why I'm going to be saying Scorsese in this episode more than Kevin Connolly's name. Uh, that's going <laughs> to, you know, I'm going to say it now. That's the last time I'm going to say that guy's name. Uh, because uh, Scorsese is a guy who does that what, KC? so well. KC. Because uh, Scorsese does that so well, where it's like you have a movie that's jumping all over the place, um, but the the characters, the you know, he often uses, uh, you know, uh, voiceover, and that, that's seen as a crutch by some people, but it's like when Scorsese's doing it, he's fucking, he's doing it with intent, and it's like purposeful, and it's like... yeah. There, there's exactly. like unreliable narrators. Like that's what I took away from Casino when I was rewatching it. Is it's so fucking good. 
in how there's two there's like two battling opening voiceovers in that movie where it's like you have the kind of like you know what what kind of has happened which is De Niro's voiceover but then you have Joe Pesci's voiceover which is kind of like the dark seedy underside of the voiceover that De Niro's saying and it's so fucking well done and in this movie it's it's not adding anything I, or I, helping you understand I don't remember what was the voiceovers in this movie was it Gotti it's it's when it happens it's just Gotti and it's it's an attempt to like explain what's happening but oh. it's it's so explicit and it's so like oh. and then we needed to get this guy because of that thing and it's like there's no subtext they, they ran no, out of money yeah. and they're just like just just explain it hey here. john can you come down to the the voiceover booth and uh we'll record you for a day we just need some dialogue to fill in the fucking gaps cuz they're all over this goddamn movie and it didn't help the ship is full of holes <laughs> And it didn't even leave the harbor. You know yeah, what I mean? This ship sank a half mile out of the fucking harbor. Yeah, th- this ship sank in theaters where they uh, <laughs> fucking dropped it and it made six mil. It's like, uh, yeah. it's like I feel like Casey got in so deep that he's just like, uh, um, we got to beg for more money. Because like yeah. the fucking... How, like, half of this movie takes place in, like, a trailer? What was that house? Oh, Jesus, dude. That, okay. That house was, like, yeah. a, a fucking... What do you call it? The fucking... Uh, the, the, no, it's high school. The portables. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's, it's... Yeah, like, so much of this movie is filmed, like, in, in oh, nondescript portables. Oh, I can't believe it. <laughs> I was like... That's, that's when that's when the funds dried up. When the movie pass money, movie pass you know, produced this movie along with like ten other sketchy fucking corporations. It, I feel like KC was like, okay, we're, we're gonna make the best of it. We're gonna make the best of it. Look, let's add a fucking Italian flag because that's what that's oh what mafia God. people are all about. So many Italian flags <laughs> in this. God damn it! Yeah, you Put know what the it Italian feels like? flag like center frame to make sure everyone knew. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Italian put an Italian flag that's in there. How that's how they know. <laughs> Listen, it's just Italian. You don't need you don't know what's going on. It's it's they're Italian, they're talking fast, it's whatever, it doesn't matter. It's I really feel like, like KC started directing this movie, got like this yeah. film this film it took them like eight months of filming, which kind of blew me away. It's a short movie, it's like an hour forty five. For for a crime Thank movie, God. that's pretty short. Casino I watched the other day three hours. Irishman three and a half hours. Those are fucking. Those are epics. And uh, I I would argue people would probably disagree. I saw a lot of jokes about Irishman, but I would argue that like you don't really feel the length of a long Scorsese oh, movie. For sure, yeah. Because it's like he he's so fucking good with pacing that everything feels intentional and everything's kind of like baked into the cake. But um, well, his timeline shit. Speaking of, yeah, like I wanted to add to what you said before. Mm-hmm. Was like he 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 does it like a song, you know. Like you keep the you keep the same beats, like for a smooth transition between the timelines. Yeah, yeah. And this is just like bad jazz. Oh my god, <laughs> that is so good. Yeah. The thing is, when you're watching yeah. a Scorsese movie, that's like that's like a fucking Pink Floyd album. Yeah. That that whole fucking thing sings. Like the whole thing is like part of a part of a whole complete thing but yeah this movie you're constantly getting lost and trying to reassess 
And like I told you, like halfway through the movie or like an hour. Oh, man. Yeah. This movie gets to a point where like the climax happens. And I was like, how much longer is this movie? And it's like 40 minutes. We only watched an hour. And how like bad that climax was where it's like, I nominate John Gotti. Yeah. The courtroom stuff. Yeah. Where it's like, this is the, this is the Academy Award winning like scene. This is where everything comes together, baby. Because there's a whole alternate universe, I feel like. And I, I don't know if, if Scorsese was ever interested in Gotti. I don't know if, like, he ever had his hands on anything like this. He probably, like, knew of him and, like... Yeah, for, I mean, of course, he, like, grew, like he literally grew up in Gotti's New York. He grew up in Gotti City, like, uh, as a kid. And that's, like, what influenced Mean Streets and, and Taxi Driver. That's, like, why he was such a, a hot-name director is because nobody had really seen... And it's so funny, like, that's why I respect Scorsese so much and why... Today, it's like you see a, a, a crime movie and you even see The Irishman and it's like, a lot of this has been done before. And it's like, yeah, that's because fucking Scorsese did it. That's like, because that's the world he grew up in. He grew up in like the seedy underbelly of New York City. Um, and I forgot where, where I was even... Oh, yeah, where I was going with this is like, I can see Scorsese's version of this exact story and how it could be good because there's a lot of dramatic moments... Yeah, you know, like yeah. on 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 paper, and I won't I won't even say on in the script, but like on the Wikipedia page, which is probably how <laughs> this script was, yeah, made from. I, I feel like uh, you know the the British American writer and the other fucking character actor guy when they wrote the script, I feel like it was like via Wikipedia page mm. is how they wrote it, you know, channeling the Scorsese influence, but, um, the big Scorsese energy. Oh yeah, man. That, the BSE. <laughs> yeah. The, God damn it. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, that's like, that's like all you just feel this, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like, you feel this like pathetic, like this attempt. It's real to, Todd Phillips energy where it's like, Oh man. Where it's like this child. Some, some BTPE for sure. Big At Todd least Todd Phillips, Phillips is a little bit more like, he has capable. more craft. He has more for craft. Sure. Yeah. But it's like, it's like Todd Phillips, like little brother. Who's even worse. <laughs> you know, like you got Todd Phillips. Who's like, yeah, like yeah. he's like a child, like a teen child who made Joker. And was like, you know, he knows a little bit about direct, you know, whatever. Sure. sure. Yeah. But he's like a little fucking idiot, like who thinks like he know that that daddy Scorsese will like be proud of him someday. Yeah. He's he's yeah, you know? he's he's the he's the older brother who spent a little too much time on 8chan. <laughs> and then and then like KC was like the one who's getting the trickle down like oh, nonsense fuck. from Todd Phillips. And it's yeah, like, yeah, I can like, do that too. I like Phil- that. Todd Phillips like beats him up, you know, like <laughs> he's like a bully to his little brother. And That's stuff. absolutely what happened. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And it's like, uh, because yeah, I mean, there's no, <laughs> this movie should have a much harder edge to it. This, this movie like doesn't really know what it is. And it's very kind of like, confu- I don't know, man. Yeah, like uh, we've talked it to death. Well, I don't know. well first, first and foremost, it's the, the timelines need to be ironed out. So yeah, we know it's like, just a mess. So we know how got, um, like how, how this is how we fi- try, try to fix this movie. Fix the timelines. Oh boy, yeah, okay. it's tough. Um, 
hire another cinematographer? Do you, do you know who did the... Uh, no, let me... Because I have the it Wikipedia page. Yeah, the... the oh, man. The, t- the technical stuff in this movie. I, the, the funny thing is, is that... I, I think I said this during our... When we were watching it. I was like, usually I let a lot of this, like, get away if I'm, like, immersed with the story. Yeah. But, like... I just didn't understand what was happening the entire time that I couldn't help but look at all the bad technical stuff in this movie. Yeah, man, and it's uh like the framing and um it's yeah. it's all it's pretty rough. It, it's bad. a shitty looking movie and yeah, and the cinematographer I I will say this that like a great cinematographer has their own voice like somebody like Roger Deakins of course, one of the greats, the great I would say for cinematographers at this point. Um, but it's like a lot of times like a cinematographer is, is kind of like being channeled through the director. And it's like, look at somebody like Wally Pfister, who was Nolan's guy up until up, up, up and up to inception. And then was like, Oh, I'm going to be a director. And then he did transcendence. And it's like, Oh, this guy actually isn't, he's not a director. He's not going to be a director. Mm. Uh, and I think he's directed some TV stuff, whatever, but the the cinematographer of this movie, interestingly, he did shoot Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which is a good movie. Well, had Shane, a good director. Yeah, Shane Black. It had a, it had a good director. The only other big credit to his name is uh, Seth MacFarlane's Ted. Oh, we all know how that turned Listen, out. Listen, Ted, the great looking, uh, beautiful, auteur driven well, Ted. That's funny. We were just talking about Mark Wahlberg too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's in Boston, but not my city, New York City. <laughs> not not Wahlberg City. No, sir. Um, is Mark, does Mark Wahlberg own Boston? I think he bought it. Actually, last year he, he had enough money. He, he had the, the entourage and ballers and what is it? My Daddy or Big Daddy? No, it's... Uh, he just goes what up. are those called? Your daddy, the daddy movies that he's in with Will Ferrell. Yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. I know what that, my daddy. My, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm not, I don't care about. My mind is going somewhere else, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, to imagine Mark Wahlberg is like, hey, uh, he goes up to the mayor of Boston. And he's just like, hey, I'm going to buy a city. Hey, it's mine now. This city? It's my city. Boston? Boston. Those bombers? How much? Blew up my city. Hey, those bombers, they blew up my city. Have you seen this movie? Put a price tag on it. What's Annie, the price tag? What's your price tag? Oh, I don't I don't know, Mark. For for you, for you, uh Discounted. five hundred thousand. Oh, you kidding you kidding me? That's, that's half what I made from my daddy. The hit <laughs> film My Daddy with Will Ferrell. I feel like he made so much more than a million bucks. Oh, dude, on, I, are you kidding me? The, Mark Wahlberg is like daddy's one home. of the That's biggest it. daddies home. One and two. Dude, <laughs> god damn it. Mark Wahlberg's like somehow one of Hollywood's most bankable actors at this point. I feel like he's making like five to ten mil a movie. He easily bought Boston for sure. He absolutely bought it. Um, but uh, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, no, the movie looks like shit. The the DP didn't help, but I'm sure it's like, I I I mean, many great DPs have been bad because a director doesn't know yeah. what they want. You yeah. know, it's like I don't have any examples offhand, but just like look at a many bad movies. It's like, uh, do you think of an example that looked fucking like cinematographer that look, that did did work 
on a shitty movie. Like fucking uh, like saved a movie because like oh geez saved a movie. Um, I feel like who did the God? Who did, well, I feel like Deacons is probably a good example. Deacons is probably the guy because uh, he's definitely shot. Yeah, you know what? There, uh, there's one that's at the top of my head right now of like a recent. I'm pulling up. Yeah, Deacons I want to know now. bad Deacons movies because um, I know he's done a bunch, right? Yeah. Okay. Wow, okay, this is a great example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Deacons shot Unbroken, the Angelina Jolie movie. Which, which one is that one? Is it that is, the, it's the, 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 the POW kid? movie, which on paper, that movie should be oh, incredible. Oh, yeah, that's it right. Is, it, it's about, uh, and I, I, unlike Gotti, i got to put respect it, on this guy's name because he has an incredible life story. Uh, Louis Zamperini, yeah. who was a, like Olympic... Gold medal, gold medal winner. Yeah, and then got like a was that before? Yeah, that was before. And then he joined the military. He became a POW for like years, and then they rescued him. It's an incredible story. Yeah, on paper the movie should be incredible. It looks amazing because of Deacons, and the whole movie is boring as hell because I think Angelina Jolie. Let's just say we're not going to cover her on this podcast. I don't think she's a good director. Well, yeah, I mean, like she has, she had no experience like being a director before. And I mean, she's directed a few things, but they're all like three or four movies at this point. But they're all kind of like they've all kind of fizzled out. I think that's just her more being like, I want to be a director, and it's like I don't think you're meant to. She wanted to real do. She wanted to do real like serious drama. Yeah, stuff for sure. Uh, but that that is like the example I think of of a movie that looks so good. Like that movie is shot so well, even has great sequences. Um, there's like a, a the scene where because he flies in a bomber. Uh, Louis Zamperini, I think is his name. I already forgot it. Louis um, C.K. Yeah, Louis C.K. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, he gets shot down in a bomber, and it's like a really thrilling sequence. Um, that looks great, but then just the the whole movie is so flat, and like all the character work is really flat, and it even has like Jack O'Connell as the main guy, and he's a great actor, and he's Brendan nothing. Fraser. Brendan Fraser, that's him. Uh, o- O'Connell, O'Connell, Rick O'Connell. Uh, is that his name? Rick. Rick. Rick yeah. 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 Uh, Sorry. The classic. The Mummy. Yeah, we were just talking about. I'm just taking this podcast wherever it goes. Oh, please. We yeah. were just talking about uh, uh, Evie recently. Yeah. Um, well, and this ties to a prior season. <laughs> uh, Rachel Weiss, one of the great I love how actresses. you say her last name because it's, it, yeah. it's correct, right? That's how you say it? I think it? it is. I think it's Weiss. And I, Weiss. and I love how it sounds when you say it. Well, I, I, got, I, got, it, her, I got her respect. Yeah, I got her respect. It's great. Like, yeah. I always say it incorrectly. Like, why, that's what I, I thought wise, it was. Yeah. I, it's only because I, I heard it on enough movie podcasts that I was like, I'm going to trust how they say it. Rachel Weiss. Weiss. Um, it, sound, it sounds so nice. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. So, uh, hey, oh, Oh. Rachel Weiss, so nice, they cast her twice ah. in Dead Ringer. That's one of the best things I think I've done on this podcast. <laughs> Dead Ringers. On, on this episode of yeah. well, on Gotti. <laughs> uh, she's playing both roles in a Dead Ringers. Remake? Uh, yeah, yeah, remake, wow. I think, uh, for Amazon. Wow. It's going to be a show. Uh, but I, I texted you that that's going to be the sexiest show ever made. A couple of horny Rachel Vices? Are you kidding me? 
I'm so, gonna yeah, this could be who's, great. Who's directing it? I don't think I've said it yet. Actually, uh, they just cast yeah. her in it. Does um, uh, Cronenberg have anything to do? I don't know. I would I would expect in some regards, yeah, yeah, at least a blessing. But um, remember but, how like we thought that movie was, was okay. okay? <laughs> yeah, it's weird, man. Because like I I and even on like film Twitter and stuff, that movie like, has a much bad. better reputation. It's yeah. not. I just don't really know what that movie really was. I prefer I Scanners, honestly. Scanners is scanners the one, and, and I've heard um, people say this after this news broke. Like, mm. Scanners is the one that you turn into a show. It's like because that well, had a, a bad of, actor. They they made a lot of spent mm-hmm. movies off of it. Off, well, you got this one, yeah. Yeah, I get. I mean, we had a great villain in Scanners, though. Like Mike Iron, Ironside. Ironside, I love Ironside. It's great, but then you had what oh, was his boy. name? The artist Rick. The art, the guy who does sculptures, who's not <laughs> like an actor. But it's like prime scanners is like scanners one of the yeah. best prime examples up there with like uh, I don't know if you've seen the last Starfighter. Mm. It's a movie that's fine, but yeah. of like movies that can be so much more if you like expand them. Yeah, yeah. And scanners is one of those man. It's like scanners has a lot of world building stuff. Yeah, where like I could totally see like a ten episode super gory. Hell, maybe you get, like, uh, Cronenberg's son, who's proving, I guess, to be a great director, uh, Brandon Cronenberg, to come back do the fucking need, show. Has he made some movies already? Uh, he did the movie uh, that is out or coming out. Uh, I got to look this up now. Uh, but uh, but uh, what is, is it? Is it just one movie he's done? Possessor. Possessor? Yeah, it's... it's uh, this is the poster for it. It looks so fucking creepy. Ooh, that's cool. But yeah, it's yeah. and the trailer for it is like really fucking nightmarish. Mm. Apparently the movie is like super fucked well, up. Well, if your dad is Cronenberg, I mean, like, he probably's like, <laughs> hey, check this out. As you're a kid, you know, check this shit out. Yeah, there's there's yeah. no way <laughs> you grow up to be a normal human being yeah. with fucking Cronenberg as a dad. I feel like Cronenberg would yeah. be a fun dad. Yeah, he's way. probably... Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to say he's a bad dad, but it's like you probably see some wild yeah, shit. Yeah, like in his house, he probably is a... Yeah. Doesn't he have a bunch of like weird sculptures and that's why he put that into scanners? Like, Yeah, he yeah. was a, he's like a, a total fucking weird gonzo Art artist. Yeah. So it makes sense. Oh, yeah, he son. makes them. That's yeah. right. Yeah, he's like... He's, yeah. he's actually like a weird artist too, like a visual artist uh, that also just happened to make weird... That's probably why he hired that actor... I mean that because that yeah artist, yeah because we probably, probably friends. we probably even we probably about talked it about that yeah um, go but, back uh, to season uh, whatever six yeah. that feels like a that feels like six I think yeah um, but uh, that's exciting <laughs> that his son's doing like, it's stuff, cool man yeah. I'm excited yeah. to see it. I, I thought it was gonna be a VOD thing yeah oh man maybe honestly I kind of maybe want to try and sneak that in as like a bonus I feel bad for him though because like. You always know that the sun has like high expectations, and you just can't, you just can't try to copy your your parents. You know, you just gotta do your own thing. And I hope that's what he does. Like, just kind of yeah. makes his own. Dude, the star of it is uh, Andrea Riseborough from Mandy. Oh, cool! So that's she's, she's gonna she's be fucking. She's great. gonna be like that new like kind of B movie superstar. I feel. Yeah, you know what I mean. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. She's definitely on that path so far. She's such like she's not ugly. But she's, no, she's like, so specific. Yeah, she's so specific. Yeah, yeah, she has like a really specific look to her. Yeah. Um, but honestly, you know what? You Fuck know it. What? I'm I'm setting it 
I'm I'm saying it here. Saying, I'm workshopping this live. Yeah, we're gonna co- we're gonna cover fucking possessor on the podcast. I want to cover. Well, we're gonna cover a Brandon Cronenberg joint. I think well, it comes out in October. So we well, got some what's time. the name of the Greek guy who does who did Mandy? Um, oh, uh, his name. God damn it! He's a son yeah. of a he's a son of a famous. He's he a son of too. a director too. Yeah. Uh, I forgot. Is, is, no, nah, I'm pulling it up here. I think. Yeah, he's the son of the director who did fucking one of my favorite 80s movies. Panos Cosmatos. Yeah, his yeah. dad did um, fucking the Stallone. Cobra. Cobra. Cobra, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Go- Cobra is great. George Cosmatos. Yeah. yeah. Um, fucking love Cobra. Yeah, dude, Panos Cosmatos too. Yeah. yeah, he's definitely, him and like Brandon Cronenberg seem to be in that same yeah. mold now, which is super interesting, where like 80s directors have kids. The and, kids grow yeah. up like kind of living that but also channeling it in this new modern way which is super cool because like that 80s nostalgia is super in anyway yeah for sure um so yeah possessor we're gonna fucking talk about it i'm excited speaking Um, of uh nostalgia uh gotti (laughs) jesus um nostalgia for uh gangster movies yeah for uh yeah (laughs) much better gangster movies of the of the past Man, what else can we say about Gotti? What 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 well, else what else is there to talk about? Listen, I, listen there are big moves. Yeah. yeah, there there are big moments that happen in the movie that well, I should reframe. I should Wait, say that about, are supposed to be big moments. Let's talk about his son. Let's talk about yeah. the main son, the main boy out of the four to eight boys. Yeah. In that range of boys. He's the older one. He's at military academy. He's yeah. he's the kind of he's the Michael Corleone. It's like it's you know, Casey's ripping off Godfather, you know, one and two, I guess you can say. Mm. He kind of he kind of follows the Godfather one and two arc in this movie, but it's just shitty garbage the way he does it. The the actor's name is uh, Spencer oh, okay. Rocco Lofranco. Jesus Christ. He's, and he's a Canadian. Okay. Um, yeah. And, he, and he's like a skinny Tom Hardy, like a D-list Tom Hardy. Mm-hmm. He has the slick back hair. He appears, he's the one who old uh, Thanos Gotti is talking to at the beginning. He was also, uh, LoFranco, the actor, was sentenced to 50 days of community service and was convicted of misdemeanor hit and run. So, um, Oh, the actor? Yeah, the actor himself. Hit and run? Oh, so, boy. Uh, you know, <laughs> oh, you, wanna, you can take whatever you... Oh, wait, geez. wait, here's the story. It says... Oh, let's, yeah. Uh, August, in August 2013, while driving his SUV, LoFranco hit... An actress, Camille Branham, who was riding her bike at the time. Afterwards, LaFranco initially stopped his vehicle and apologized, but then returned to his vehicle and drove away without offering help, leaving Banham with a broken hip and other fra- fractures. Okay, so this guy's a piece of shit. So this guy he's a bad is actor not a good too. person. Uh, <laughs> so don't feel bad about destroying this man's career in this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Because we have millions of followers, and we're just going to just, you know. We're canceling We're canceling him. Listen, what's his name? Hey, uh, Spencer Rocco LaFranco. Uh, hashtag uh, Spencer. Spencer LaRocco Franco is over party. <laughs> Listen, get it, get it trending. Hashtag Rocco, S- what, what is it? I already forgot it. Spencer so Rocco LaFranco. Yeah. Okay, hashtag Spencer Rocco LaFranco is over party. Let's get it trending. Dude, he was in Unbroken. Hilarious. That we just Wow, is that what like... I recognize him from? Yeah. Holy he was, shit. He was, yeah, he's another guy trapped in the... 
Wow. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. That's I weird. knew I saw him in something. That's so funny. God, that blows my mind that we just brought that fucking movie up. Um, but yeah, he's his shitty son uh, that he's talking to. Well, he's supposed to be the good boy. Yeah. The good the good straight man to, mm-hmm. to Gotti's, yeah. you know, crooked Crooked Dad, rise of power boss, shit. Uh, dude. He's like, God, he's like, you got to be better than I was, and mm-hmm. you you, you can't be me. You got to be a good boy. You yep. don't want to be part of this life. And what do you what do you think fucking happens? He, get, he gets <laughs> roped on in there. For some likes, reason that we don't understand. I don't why. really understand it. I know there's like a fight scene that you, you missed part of. There's like a, a bar fight scene in the middle of the movie. Um, where Gotti's son, his shitty military academy son, starts like beating up Gotti's enemies in this bar, and and Gotti gets like pissed at him for it. He's like, "What what are you doing? What are you doing?" And that's like the extent that I know what the fuck happened in that scene, honestly. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, and then that makes him a part of the life now, apparently. Yeah, he's like, I want, I want to be, I want to be a gangst. The whole thing, it's like, yeah. So and you want to be a gangst? I. <laughs> ever since I remember, I want to be a gangster. gangster. Um, but yeah. uh, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the. What, 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 what the fuck does Ben Affleck say? <laughs> in what? In J, in J, in J, in J, in oh, he says, God. I'm the bees. I don't know. I'm the no. He has a whole thing I can't yeah. even recite. Much I'm better. I'm a gangster's gangster or some shit. Yeah, like, it's something like that. At least we can follow the fucking. That's the th- when you say that we can follow the the story with Jaylee, and you can't follow the story here. That yeah. says something. Listen, if if I give Jaylee anything <laughs> over Gotti, it's at least it's sloppy. It's a pile of shit. It is at so least bad. I know the general arc of what's happening. That's the yeah you know like the that's the one redeemable thing yeah if that's even redeemable mm-hmm. is that you know that there is cause and effect there is a plot yeah there is something going Th- on this movie is a logical series plotless. of yeah there's no logical series of events it's just like here's here's a scene kill he kills some people yeah then he, they fight. And then he talks about gangster stuff here. Yeah, yeah. And then he wants to be gangs, wants to be boss man. It's Casey is taking all the wrong lessons from Scorsese. It's like he takes the aesthetics, he takes the um, the kind of vibe, and he thinks that can hold a movie together. Where it's like, no, 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 man. Like you have to really think no, this no, no, out. No, no, There's no. a whole no 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 Mr. Wolf. There's a whole fucking process to the movie that you have to be aware of the whole time. Like it's it's a fucking it's an album. It's not a fucking shitty jazz a shitty <laughs> jazz song for sure. Yeah, it's like it's someone who, who who's never It's like yeah, there's a there's going to be a car bomb okay. and then they're going to kill uh the the old mob boss is going to get killed in like a a drive-by and it's like I feel like the only movie that or the only thing holding this movie, any sense of cohesion yeah. of this movie together is the Wikipedia, is the actual this, true story. This is this is yeah. like, uh, remember how we came up with the, the cooking thing on uh, Baby yeah, Driver? Yeah, yeah. It's like the chef, like, he, he just showed up, like, to 
He just showed up to the restaurant like way late. He's hungover. Oh, he's drunk still. He's still drunk. <laughs> and they don't have the proper ingredients for anything. And he's like, oh, God. Oh, mama mia. <laughs> I got to make a, this make a, this a movie. How am I going to make, make a movie? How am I going to make a movie? And he he looks around like the kitchen and there's just nothing, man. Yeah. There there's a couple <laughs> packets of ramen. There's a there's a, a can of tomato sauce the, that he thinks he can sell as fucking as pasta there's sauce. There's like chocolate cake, you know, there. Yeah. And they're all bad. Like they're all like good things that you could <laughs> that if a proper yeah. chef could handle. Yeah. You could still make That's something out of the, for the sure. shit. All the pieces are there, yeah. you know. If maybe that, some, yeah. maybe you need some better ingredients in terms of actors. But, but. but even like, like you, uh, like you look at a movie like Primer, and that was like a five thousand dollar budget. Mm. You know, like you could not tell, Primer. You're talking Primer. We're, we're talking yeah. an actual Primer by back, yeah. by uh, Carruth. Yeah, and like, you know, you could tell like you know it wasn't the the highest like production value and the night shots look a little grainy and stuff, but like he made the best with the ingredients that he had. And it turned out like a wonderful, like mm-hmm. a wonderful meal. Yeah. I feel like that's, yeah. that's the comparison to make is, uh, not, not even necessarily to primer specifically, but to like director, like great directors. Yeah. First movies, right. Mm. It's like movies where they, didn't have much like of a budget. Dogs they didn't and, have much. Yeah. yeah, like a Reservoir Dogs or something, yeah. where it's like, it's like there is so much inherent talent to this guy that uh, you could even take it back to, f- well, Mean Streets is his like third movie, so you yeah, can't yeah, even yeah. use that example. But um, I don't know, Spielberg's Duel, like I always fucking bring up, right. or, uh, you know, just, just like great directors, like first movie, like Brick by Ryan Johnson. It's like there's so much there that it's like, yeah, they didn't have the best camera. They didn't have the best, uh, you know, sound or even the greatest actors. But it's like they were able to take what they had and to, like, make something great out of it. Yeah, it's like when you go to, like, some... When you when you go to some, like, uh, you know, hole-in-the-wall restaurant, mm-hmm. you know, you still... You know that it's not going to be, like, you know, like, fine dining, but, like... They still know what to do with the shit that they got, mm-hmm. and that's what you. Yeah. That's where you get great indie movies, you know. For sure, yeah. But yeah. like Kevin Conley, also tangent, just because so we don't feel bad about shitting on him. Yeah. He's a Roman Catholic, and uh, he he uh, <laughs> he's, he's a <laughs> Roman Catholic. That, that's not even the worst part. He yeah. he, a costume designer accused him of sexual assault at a rap party. So for, he, for, for Gotti. No, for a for, for entourage. No, for Gardner of Eden, which he directed, actually. Conley denied the claims. He said the encounter was consensual. Well, um, all right, Kevin. Well, well sure, Kevin. We'll see. Uh, well, <laughs> we could shit on him. Uh, real. Maybe you shouldn't yeah. have then turned oh. around and make a, a gaudy movie that praises the fucking uh, mob boss. <laughs> well, I'm looking at like his like director filmography, and he he direct. Let's go down this like yeah, I, for, prestigious... I forget that he's done other movies. He has, right? Let's go down his prestigious like directing. Oh, let's let's yeah, filmography. let's do it. So he did from nineteen ninety seven to nineteen ninety nine, he did he directed six episodes of Unhappily Ever After. We all remember that show. Oh god. How, who can forget? Yeah, I, I, yeah. 
I mean, listen. Sure. I mean, why? Do, we don't even need to say anymore. Yeah. We all know. And then he directed this movie called Whatever We Do, and it's not even like you can't even click it. It's like it's it's like grayed yep, out. A hit. Yeah. And then 2007, he did Gardener of Eden because, and you know, yeah. yeah. It's who, co- who's in that spacey? Let's see. Let's see who's in that. That uh, that was mid entourage. You said spacey. That's funny. No, Lucas Haas. I don't. Oh. Oh a, yeah, one of the one of the pussy posse. Oh, he's he's, yeah. he's part of the pussy posse. Yeah, yeah. He's uh he's a he's a when he pops up, he's usually pretty good. He was in uh, Inception. He was uh, a guy who got kicked back in the chair at the very beginning. Oh wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Well, the reception for it, for this movie, there's I bet it was anything. good. Huh? Was it good actually? It, it says praise the film's resolute strangeness and darkness. Huh. And Hans, ha- but there's only one review of it, so it's like. Oh, so he like paid a guy to like. Yeah, but it says suggested that it lacked necessary dramatic urgency or black humor to connect with the audience. Okay, whatever. Mm, okay. Well, I don't. I don't think it's, it's probably just some like small indie. Yeah, yeah. That no one cares about. Um, then after that, you know, because he's like hot off, you know, Gardner of Eden, because real. Yeah, and he was, and he had that entourage money again. He's like, he you was... know what? I'm such an artist. I'm gonna do a music video. He did a music video for Camera Phone. Okay. The fourth what? single from the game. Oh, the rapper, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Huh. All right. So you Don't know, take know that as about, yeah, the game. Take that as as you will. And mm-hmm. then, of course, he directed two episodes of Entourage. Yeah, yeah had to. The, you know, and and they're called one of them is called Porn Scenes from Italian Restaurant, and the other one's Second to Last. So. Huh. Yeah, yeah, don't even remember those. I don't remember any of Entourage, pretty much. Um, and then he did some documentary film for ESPN. Yeah, so I mean, and then uh, listen, guys, we're we don't want to get too he's got into so it. much experience. We don't want to. I, I, we should say this now. I don't want to yeah. get too. We shouldn't say too much about his career because clearly he's going to be on an upcoming season. I don't want to like, yeah. you know, I don't want to like talk talk it to death now. We're clearly going to talk the Kevin Connolly series later on. Well, let me just finish it off because okay. we're already fucking there. Yep. He did this movie called Dear Eleanor in 2014. Okay. Yeah. Which is um, it's got Jessica Alba in it. Oh, okay. But she's not the. She looks so yeah, cute. Yeah, I mean, she, uh, she, she's, <laughs> she's had a, a killer career just like uh, yeah, Casey himself. Yeah, it's real sad. It's real sad. And it was a, you know, a VO, it was re, video VOD. on demand. Yeah. I mean, she's also an anti-vaxxer, so like, oh, fucker. So. sad. Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? JT, what are you going to do? Literally. What are you going to do? <laughs> and then Ra- he did. Rain her in, JT, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and then he did. Casey did a couple episodes for the TV series Snatch, which I guess is like based off the movie. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot I they know. made a show off of that. Yeah. I heard nothing about that. Huh. I'm not interested. In yeah, I would not be is. interested in a, a TV version. And you know when that got him to Gotti? Hey. That's his last directorial. Brought him there. Fate brought him here uh, <laughs> oh to, to the God. tombstone of his career, Gotti. Yeah, he, he he was nominated for Worst Director at the Golden Raspberry Awards. So. Yeah, for this one, right? Yeah. 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 Gotti was nominated for a lot of uh, Razzies, and he was, I think. He was also uh, nominated in 2016 Choice Awards for Choice Chemistry Television when when he was in the cast of Entourage. So. Oh, probably him and Sloan. It's crazy I remember <laughs> Sloan 
as a character. I think that's because she was like, she was super cute. Like I had a big crush on Sloane yeah. in that show. Sloane's such a great um, name too. It's it's a good name. Yeah. Uh, she's a good actress too. She's been in like a lot. She has a better career than uh, fucking Casey for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, that brought him to Gotti, a movie that my brain has deleted entirely. That I remember barely any of, even as we have it on in the background. Yeah, and it, it, it's like trying to think of things to say about Gotti is like a fucking... It's hard. It's hard, everybody. <laughs> uh, listen, Travolta. Yeah, we got to talk, talk Travolta. Talk about tra- I have talk his about IMDb here. your conspiracy theory on Travolta's, oh. like, the exploitation yeah. of Travolta in this film. Because you were mentioning how disgusting it was. Oh shit! Okay, With, uh, that's Kelly that's, Press. Okay, yeah. we'll we'll get into. I I have Travolta's IMDb up as well, and we're gonna get into it. But there there's a really gross element to this movie that I feel was intentional by by I don't know if it was Travolta and Kelly Preston in her last role before she passed away, unfortunately. Um, or if it was fucking Casey himself, maybe it was. But uh, Gotti, I, th- I think it was straight, you know, ripped from the Wikipedia headlines. Uh, his young son, his young son died. He got hit by a car. Yeah, and died. Um, and boy, oh boy, did they play up those scenes between Travolta and his wife, who is <laughs> Kelly Preston, Travolta's real life wife. Uh, of which their young son died unexpectedly like seven or eight years ago. What a fucking weird coincidence. Is that how it was really in Gotti's life, though? Did he actually, like, lose his son? I... Like, that's the thing. It had to... Like, he had had to to, Unless it'd be real disgusting if, like, he just, like, put that in there, like, as an asshole. Either way, I I felt like it was... Yeah. I don't know if I... I'm going to use this word. It felt weaponized. It It really did feel very intentional on, I don't know, KC's part or Travolta. I don't know. But they really play up the young son's death, um, you know, and and Gotti is reacting to it emotionally, and he's, like, hugging his wife. His wife is, like, bedridden. And it just – it felt very – I don't know. It. I feel like it no, wouldn't it, feel yeah. that way mm. if the movie was good. If the movie was great, maybe I wouldn't feel so dirty about it, about watching it. But it felt very insincere, I mm. guess, you know? Um, and maybe that is uh, a testament to this being where Travolta is in his career, you know? And that's my pivot point. I'm looking at like Gotti's life and I don't see anything about his son dying. Like from interesting, maybe it's not on the Wikipedia, but it's like a thing that happened. Wow. If it's not though, if it's not, that'd be real. That's really gross, man. That'd be real fucking gross, man. Jesus. Okay. So Uh, I want to talk Travolta because he's a fascinating actor who I've like, Really, really liked in stuff, but also has done so much garbage. Yeah. Just yeah. a whole bunch of trash. So uh, I think we talked about Grease recently because I saw it for like basically the first time. Um, you want to give a... Um, but 
but that was like my intro to John Travolta, I think, and I didn't yeah, like probably. that movie, so I was yeah. kind of like, whatever on Travolta. But I saw it recently, and he's charming as hell, and he's super fucking like handsome in that movie. He's mm. like, I understand why, like, I think he was my wife and my wife's mom's first crush. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, like my my wife's mom showed Amy that, and she was like, "Wow, this guy's really like handsome." Yeah, even though sure, it's like yeah. a seven year old or whatever. Yeah. Um. But uh. But no, like even before Greece, two years before Greece, he was in Carrie. Which have you seen Carrie? The the OG. No, I've always wanted to. Carrie's yeah. fucking great. Man. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's really really good. And I I saw the remake before I saw the original, which was a fascinating way to see the original. Where mm. I was like. I don't really like Carrie. Like, this is going to be whatever. But, like, De Palma makes it so fucking good. Um, oh, yeah. It was De Palma. Yeah. It's Man. one of De Palma's, maybe his first movie, actually. Man, De Palma. Rip. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk him. He has a lot of fucking good he movies, has a lot. too. But he <laughs> lately. A lot of garbage, too. Yeah. But, you know. Uh, then he does Saturday Night Fever, uh, a hit. Grease. And he was a in that De Palma later. film, the, um, what was it called? The, the, the Thriller. Uh, oh, that's pretty much the next one on the docket. That one probably got blowout. Real. Yeah, blowout. Blowout fucking, fucking is rules, great. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Um, that's like probably my favorite De Palma movie that I've you know of which I've seen. Like I I love Blowout. Yeah, Blowout's great. Um, it's like a political thriller. Um, yeah. It's just like the way that it was done was very clever in terms of like De Palma yeah. utilizing what he knows about film. You know. Yeah, that's that well. I mean, cool he's part. definitely a. Like his thing is like being a voyeur. Like yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. Like he's that's a all, super voyeuristic that's, yeah. creep of a filmmaker. That's, that's well, I mean, that's filmmaking in general, mm-hmm. really. Yeah, man. It sounds like that we we might bring up De Palma one of these days. Who knows? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I feel he has enough great movies to talk. Yeah, about, for sure. Um, let's see, Urban Cowboy, which was a hit. Staying Alive, which I heard was like a weird sequel. I heard it was to, a stinker. Yeah, it was a sequel to yeah. Saturday Night Fever, which was like yeah. really weird and dark. Then he has like a whole bunch of his eighties man are like he does look who's talking in eighty nine which I think oh was a hit. I mean it was just a hit with General America yeah, yeah I think sure. everybody loved it mm. and then yeah I mean he's kind of in no man's land besides that movie until you know what I really liked him in was yeah. uh, Broken Arrow he was a bad guy in that one. Oh, that was remember in that mil- it was a military thriller yeah that's right a couple years yeah. after what I was going to bring up Pulp Fiction. Oh yeah, His, that's, that's know, what we brought him about back. Him yeah, Pulp that's Fiction was the one back. that I think, like, you know, I don't know where t- uh, Tarantino. Could, I Tarantino's got to be a blowout fan. I Dude, feel imagine like the alternate be. timeline where, like, Michael Madsen was instead in Pulp Fiction, and John Travolta wasn't, and John Travolta oh, just man. goes away, for, just disappeared. Yeah, that's yeah, that's interesting, man. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, he's he's like resurfacing in the '90s as kind of like a weird. Um, not a, not even so much a leading man. He's kind of weirder, like Broken Arrow. He's like a yeah. villain. Phenomenon, I guess. Did you see Phenomenon? No. That's that's a movie I liked a lot as a kid. It involves like a weird celestial event that gives this guy weird powers. I'm always wary of like what we liked as kids because I'm pretty sure Broken Arrow is probably not good, but I fucking loved yeah. it. Yeah, who directed you know? Broken Arrow? Let me take a look here. I think it's like a bad director let me see i just like military stuff like when oh john woo directed that oh john holy woo. shit john okay woo doesn't so do good stylish. movies i yeah. mean john woo doesn't do good movies a lot of he did, uh, face off i think is great which i think we'll that's his to. only like i think face off is his only movie outside of his that's hong kong one. like 
career yeah. that's like decent. Yeah, because bro- Broken like, Arrow is probably bad. Mission Impossible Two is bad. It's not yeah. a good movie. Um, I like John Woo though. It's too bad because the killer, the killer is like a fucking that like changed action movies. Like yeah. Like he, was that when he was in Hong Kong doing Hong Kong? Yeah, with uh, uh, was Chow Fab, Young in Yeah, there? he yeah. was the main guy. Like, okay. Have you seen The Killer? No, dude, dude I've seen that, that or Hard Boiled. I need to see both. Hard Boiled is hilariously great because really? that's the one where he's like, he's like, he's like carrying infants from like an exploding hospital. It's fucking great. <laughs> Like hard boiled is, is well. He's worth he's it. the pre. I have. I'll, I'll like. I'll let you borrow it. I have. Okay. It. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm down to get in some. I'll, the killer is fucking just legit great. Like yeah. it's good. Was it's, that an 80s? It was in the 80s. Yeah. Okay. So like, he came to America. America kind of ruined oh, him. I guess. Yeah. I think he just. I think he just got too much money, and I don't know. Yeah. But like he he's like a great action director. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, yeah. man. Even like the action in MI2. And in fa- dude, yeah, because fa- like I want to do. John I kind of want to cover a, him in a for way. Face off, yeah, because Face Off is so good. Like two action directors or something. Yeah, I don't know. but yeah, I mean, I don't hate John Woo at all. I love his movies. It's just I don't. I don't know if he knows what he's doing when he does plots. You know. Yeah, it se- it seems like he gets yeah. a little lost there for sure. Um, Did he do uh, Bulletproof Monk? Was that is that him? That I think was him. Yeah, oh boy. with Sean William Scott. Yeah, we all remember Sean hey, William Scott, man. Who could forget? <laughs> Rip. God damn it. God. Uh, listen. Okay. So after okay after, after Face Off, day, yeah. he has some like like primary colors. I remember being big. Uh, a Civil Action, I think, was like a. You know, whatever. Like these thrillers, General's Daughter. And then he has Battlefield Earth. I'm sorry. Which absolutely... Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, I forgot that we mentioned how, like, his... John Travolta's face is like he's... What would you say? He looks oh. like he's smelling a fart. Yeah. it's He's perpetually smelling a fart <laughs> as Gotti. Look up the poster to Gotti. You'll know exactly what I mean. It's just like there's a fart just... Inching into his nose at every moment. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's like KC was just like, hey, so pretend like you, you got some fart. I, I assume that KC's like fucking. I think he, no, he's like a Boston guy. Of course yeah, he is. I think, yeah, yeah. Of course he is. Pretend you got some fucking farts on you. Get a fart in there. Get a for the Red Sox. You know, pretend the Red Sox lost. Hey, Johnny Trabs. The Red Sox lost, so you didn't get a good hey. hot dog. Hey, show show me what it looks like when a Yankee just farts in your face. Let's see a Yankee fart sneak its way up your nostrils there, John. That's exactly the direction that he gave him. God damn it. That's the funniest thing. Look <laughs> like a Yankee fart. Get a Yankee fart in there, John. Uh... Okay, swordfish. <laughs> that's what. Yeah. Like, if you direct a movie, that's how you should direct things. As if a Yankee, like, if you want to yeah. be disgusted, baseball players doing good or bad things to you. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, darling, what what happened if Ricky Mantle walk up, give you a smooch right there on the forehead, huh? Like that. That's what they. That's <laughs> <laughs> like his directing. Yeah. Is just Boston idioms. Yeah, that's how fucking. Ben Imagine Affleck that you're was. walking through Harvard Yard right now. Harvard Yard. It's like just shit from Boston. Yeah, I hope that's how he. That's that better be how he directs. Imagine this is your first time at Fenway Park. 
<laughs> and it's like you had to and be you, like you get amazed, an old yeah. crusty hot dog for your first ba- 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 ballpark hog. You get a you get a crusty one. I don't know. I've, I've lost it. Yeah, we did fight. Um, okay, after that, Anyways, I mean, just a bunch yeah, yeah. of shit. Battlefield Earth tanks him. I mean, he has swordfish. That's probably in the can by the time he. But um, I never Earth saw swordfish, but I heard it was, wasn't it good or something. Swordfish, I, I had, think, was bad, but it had like some Halle good Bear. elements. It, it had, had Halle Berry's Halle, tits. Halle Berry, sure. Yeah. Uh, it, it had like a good uh, Hugh Jackman in it. Uh, when's he bad? Then he's like the villain in Punisher. Oh yeah, he's ridiculous. That movie, in that was, movie. was rough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I liked Kevin. I mean, Kevin James. Uh, shit, <laughs> <laughs> it's on the record. Thomas Jane. Yeah, I like. Yeah, Thomas. Thomas, Jane. Thomas Jane's a good Punisher. Hey, bring him back, Marvel. Bring him back, Marvel. That'd be so weird if they brought him back in the MCU. To, to imagine the Punisher in the MCU is pretty cool. I mean, like it, it's hard for me to think that they would actually do it. Yeah, but honestly, like I like the Punisher a lot. I think he's cool. Um, yeah, for and sure. I wish that they would somehow like put him in the MCU, like give him a fucking like yeah, totally do an R-rated movie, like fucking make it brutal. But um, yeah, I mean they had like the John Bernthal show, which I, I was it brutal really, enough? I heard it was really fucking brutal. He he That's was in cool. the Daredevil show for like yeah. half of a season. Oh, John really Bernthal good. is in this movie. Jesus. Not oh, actually, yeah, yeah. You got D-list, uh, you got Quibby John Bernthal in this one. And whatever he did in this movie, I couldn't tell you. I don't know <laughs> who he was, what he did. He was just, like, always standing around Gotti. <laughs> and he was like, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a mobster. I mean, listen, I got I to gotta wrap up Travolta's yeah, shit. We're, we're I mean, he did a bunch of shit. I mean... <laughs> His 2000s are rough. He was in the remake of Taking of Pelham 123, whatever. He was in Old was Hogs, fun. then old, then Wild Hogs. <laughs> old Hogs, Wild Hogs. I don't... Who fucking Cranky knows? Cranky your hog. Yeah. Uh, then he was in the American Crime Story show as Robert Shapiro. And that's it. And now he's just in fucking, like, direct-to-video land. Yeah, I saw The Fanatic after this one, which I sh- shouldn't have seen. Yeah, I mean... Was it okay? Oh, I want to ask you a little bit about that. I didn't yeah, see no, it. No, no, you no. did. The 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 good thing about that movie is they understood what was happening. There was a logical series of events. Was it better? Man, that's a hard thing to say, my friend. Was okay. I, was I think, Travolta better in that, or was he better? Oh man, I don't know. <laughs> He's he plays an autistic man, yeah. and. How Travolta plays autism is, oh. well, I'm sure it's very sincere and very accurate and very... It's very disgusting. Oh, it's boy. kind of like... Yeah. Well, because, like, he plays the autistic person as, like, some, like... What was that? I don't know. What What was that? Somebody just screamed. What? It sounded like a scream. Really? Yeah. Is that what you heard? What do you hear? Yeah, something like that. Uh, that's weird. Okay, hold on. Well, that was that was weird. All right, we recorded. Well, yeah, okay. I mean, we'll listen back to it. <laughs> but folks, we heard some sort of yeah. Weird was that? Scream. Do you think was that picked up? Yeah, it was picked up on the. That's on the yeah. We I haven't weird. even listened back to it, but it sounded like somebody a it's, man screaming. Yeah, I was like, Whoa, oh, yeah. I don't know, some weird shit. Huh. Man, Gotti Whoa. has haunted the Yeah, the, is that is that the ghost of Gotti? The ghost of Gotti himself. Yeah. Yeah. It could be. KC 
Casey coming in and K- Casey uh, uh, coming in. What were you, what were you talking about? Uh, I don't even know. Boy, I don't even know at this point. I mean, listen, <laughs> listen. <laughs> While I crack open this white claw here, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, okay, so the the arc of the movie is his son gets into the business, his son goes to jail. It's all very boringly told. Oh, wait, um, wait, wait, we were talking about how Fanatic compares to, like, this. The Fanatic yeah. Directed is by a Fred disgusting Durst. movie. Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit. <laughs> it's a disgusting movie. Because, like, I mean, you could probably do an autistic villain... But the thing is, like, you have to do it in a way that's not, like, so cartoonish. Yeah. The way that the Fanag does it is, like, very just, like, disgusting. It's like a Eesh. cartoon character that doesn't really understand autism. It, it doesn't have anything to say. Yeah. Right? It or... just... Because... I'll, I'll spoil it for you. I mean, he just becomes obsessed with, like, an action star. Okay. And then the whole thing is, like... You're not really an act, you're not really an actor. You're not really the characters you play. Like his his whole life gets turned over because like, everything's literal. Too. Yeah, and um, oh, he God. like breaks into the house and stuff, you know, and like ties him up. It's kind of a bit of a misery so- sort of thing, you know. Oh, okay, yeah. And it's just like it was the the way that Durst does it is <laughs> the way that Durst. You're does telling it. me Limp Biscuit the way does not write or direct this film about an autistic man with tact? Are you kidding me? I, the I can't believe it. that Durst does it is like, he, you think that it's trying to do some sort of like scary movie thing, but the whole time you're just like laughing and you're like, I'm not scared about, I'm not like creeped out about any of this. This just, is just silly. Like, it's just like, yeah. He's just like a fucking like cartoon character. And the way that John Travolta portrays an autistic man is just so bad. Yeah. It's a fucking stinker the way he does it. And it's just hilarious because there's one scene where he's like hiding like in the guy, the actor's closet. And you know, it's like supposed to be like, oh, he's like right there. He doesn't see him. Yeah. And you're just like laughing because it's like it's this fucking dork, like just like standing yeah. there, this dorky bowl cut guy. Yeah. yeah, and you're like, I'm not, I'm not creeped out by this. It's just well, some there's weird like dorky guy. Yeah, I mean, to bring up a Scorsese movie again, mm-hmm. it's like even that one has like, like Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver is clearly, or I guess Joker, uh, oh, Casey's boy. older brother's film. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's canon, right? Like, yeah, that's, that now. is canon yeah. now. Um, <laughs> we're gonna put Todd Phillips against KC, right? That's gonna be next season. What a fucking mess that would be! Oh I'm gonna my kill God. myself if that yeah. if that was to be the case. If you're gonna tell me that I gotta watch Joker or Starsky and Hutch <laughs> or old Starsky's school, okay. but the thing is, like, yeah. I liked it when I was in middle school, and It'd that tells you now. something. That does tell you something. I don't trust Wedding Crashers. I think is a nightmare. Now. Did he? He did Wedding Crashers. I think so. Yeah. Think Wedding so. Crashers is probably a misogynistic nightmare. Yeah, nightmare. it's apparently yeah. Yeah, yeah. His movies are just apparently a fucking mess. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> Who could have guessed? Who um, could have guessed? But Jesus Christ, what was I just going to bring up? Um, oh, oh yeah, yeah. But but fanatic seems like a similar thing where it's like it seems like a similar pitch to like Taxi Driver, where it's like you know this guy who has a mental illness, mm. 
like attaches himself to this movement and gets very invested in it uh, to a point where he's like willing to kill for it. Becomes basically, becomes a fanatic. Yeah, it becomes a fanatic. But it's like Taxi Driver is so good because it and and also King yeah. of Comedy in a similar vein. Yeah, in that it ends in their fantasy. And it's this very cinematic thing, only it's something movies can do, where it's like, I don't know what's real or not. I don't know if I was supposed to be on this guy's side, if if he was the villain, if it ended up... They made made the fanatic, the autistic guy, the the hero at the end, which was stupid. Mm. It was some... It was dumb. They, like... the, The guy... The autistic guy kills, like... He accidentally kills the actor's servant, like, one of the maids. Yeah. And it ends up where, like, the police think that it's really stupid because it doesn't make any sense because forensic <laughs> analysis would obviously show yeah, yeah. that the actor didn't do it. It was this weird autistic guy. Uh-huh. But it, it was like, ha, 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 like, you, you need the fans, actor man. Oh, and it was Jesus. Like, so it's like Gotti. It's, it's really disgusting. It does, yeah. it, it's a bad payoff. It's really... And because it's like, and then I can't even, I have to mention like there's this photographer, this like cute, like there's this cute actress who was like his BBF. You know, I said that, you heard that right. BBF, not BF, not BFF. Yeah. BBF is what they call each other. And John Travolta is like, how old? How old is he? He's like 56. Yeah. And she's like this actress or who's 60. like 20 something and she's a cutie. And it's really weird mm-hmm. that she's like, I just feel bad for this this autistic guy, and I'm going to enable him the entire time, because she does. Oh, God. And she, like, pity, like, yeah, I get pitying him and stuff, but then she enables his, like, real toxic shit. Yeah, yeah. And then she's, like, the guardian angel at the end, which made no sense. It was real that bad. That sounds fucking terrible. It's real bad, that, but at, I mean, le- yeah. at least I knew... Yeah. What happened? Gotti. <laughs> well, I, I, I want to use you talking about the ending yeah. to talk about the ending of Gotti, which is actually playing right now behind mm. us. The ending we of Gotti truly is bad. Really made me fucking mad because the whole movie is like this complete misunderstanding of a Scorsese movie where it's like Scorsese, because I, I mean, because he was raised in this environment, because he's a master of directing, it's yeah. like he's able to make being a gangster look cool, but also he's never too far away from what the consequences are and the fact that ultimately this isn't a cool lifestyle. You. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like uh, at the end of Goodfellas, you're going to get put into witness protection. Everybody's going to be... No, you know what? Fuck it. The best comparison is The Irishman. Yeah, That's why sure. I think The Irishman's like... Like, what almost was the, the yeah. Almost the summation of his career. It's like, ultimately, you're going to end up alone. Everybody you know is either going to hate you or be dead. It's like, that's why The Irishman is so fucking good. And the end of Gotti, as a uh, counterpoint to what The Irishman does, instead goes... No, no, no. You know what? It was the media's fault. They painted Gotti as the real villain. The media the and the government. Yeah. Which there was no indication in the entire film yeah. as why it would summate into some political or media yeah. thing. Because, mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's those so could be good too. points. Sure. It's like you th- there's Fine. a version of it that yeah. maybe you could 
try to spin. Do. I mean, I'd argue Gotti was a bad guy. He's responsible for a lot of people Shit. being dead. Yeah. But uh, but still, there's like, yeah, there's an argument there that like maybe you could, you know, competently film that story in a certain way, but it's like all tacked on in the last 10, 15 minutes. And it's yeah. so, oh man. It's yeah. real bad. And like the whole thing with like, yeah, God, Gotti was my boy. Gotti, Gotti was the the king neighborhood. Gotti, they uh, show all these videos of like all these actual people, real people, yeah. And I'm like, okay, maybe uh, apparently that's true, but nothing in the film suggested that he was like a guy who helped out the community. Yeah, exactly. Except throwing a party, maybe at the Fourth of July. Yeah. I think that was the only thing I remember. I'm like. Like, I can't rack and my... And even... Oh, dude, it's... Yeah, Scorsese even does that shit better, like, about the movies that are, uh, you know, uh, explicitly about bad men. Oh, it even has the... It even has multiple, like, Goodfellas, Casino, has a lot of yeah, scenes yeah, yeah. of them, you know, ostensibly doing good for the people in their community, you know? But ultimately, it's like, he realizes, like, that doesn't outdo the fact that this is a bad person that is going to pay for what they've done. Yeah. And that's what pissed me off about Gotti is that it feels like the end of the movie is like, but listen, we all know Gotti was fucking sick, he right? Was sick. He was, he was so guy, fucking man. cool. And yeah. it feels so immature. Like immature is yeah, what I would say immature, for Gotti overall yes. is like the big takeaway. Like, <laughs> like the, it was probably that fat kid who he was interviewing, like who made this movie almost, you know what I mean? Just yeah. like, I fucking, Love God, he's great. He killed people. Yeah, because all the cool. scenes where people get killed <laughs> yeah. are filmed in a very romantic manner. Yeah, romantic in the sense of like romanticizing violence, mm. which is something that somebody like Scorsese does, it but does, it's like yeah. to to a point. And uh, yeah, there's no point to it. There's that the point is empty. There, there's, I mean, you can have like romanticized violence. Yeah, it's just for like sure. you gotta do it in a way that's interesting. Yeah, just make it interesting. It's but this movie feels like it's romanticizing it to sell hot topic shirts of Gotti. <laughs> it's like, th this is like the hot topic interpretation of like Gotti's life. I don't know, man. The credits are rolling now. We've talked about this movie enough. Casey's gotten his fucking, his, his share of our podcast, uh, airtime, I think. Yeah. Uh, final thoughts, Adam. You got anything? Anything else that we missed? Or yeah. You well, say? one last thing. Remember the part where his his weird son boy, who is fifty something, like there was same a... actor plays him over like twenty five, thirty years. Yeah. It's crazy. He he he. Remember how like there was a point in probably like three quarters into the movie, he got really buff or something. Yeah, then, that was like, weird. It was like as if they like paused production to get more money and he just like got real fit like in between. Yeah. He like just <laughs> happened to be like, it's like, hey, why'd you get so fucking buff? It's like, oh, I've been hitting the gym the last two months. I feel like. Uh, well, he's a model. So it's like, yeah, okay, yeah. that makes sense. He shows up and you're you know? like, why is he so fucking ripped? And that's gets, like, that's yeah, like the, that's like ripped. the shitty version of the Goodfellas scene where he's trying to make uh, spaghetti his mom's spaghetti recipe and like the cops are chasing him. Mm. Instead, he just kisses his, his kids and he's like, 
All right, and he walks outside and gets arrested. And oh, it's boring and like as that fuck. Weird, that weird cop who like held a shotgun. I was so bothered on how he held. Yeah, the, the shotgun. cop held the shotgun. And yeah, so it he, just felt. Well, what was our joke? Our joke was, uh, oh, those were the Movie Pass executives. Oh yeah, <laughs> that like part of the funding of the movie was Movie Pass was like. Hey, listen, Casey. We'll uh, we'll fund the last can, few can, million. Can I be, can I be in it? Can uh, can uh, me and my, me and my boy be in the movie? Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe a couple other guys from the executive team here. I wonder how the <laughs> stock prices for MoviePass are doing right boy, now. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. It's like extortion. Like there are definitely. And I I, it, I should mention now. Yeah. This is kind of a bit of a tangent, but as part of the funding, one of the uh, producers of the movie was. Uh, a a very important figure on the show Vanderpump Rules. Oh my god, you're bringing and so, that back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so I heard about this movie not for the first time, but like when it was getting a lot of bad buzz from Amy because my wife loves Vanderpump Rules, and she was like, "Yeah, one of the uh, bartenders' husbands is like the producer of like a a gangster movie." And I was like, I looked it up, and I was like. Jesus, Gotti. He's on Gotti. And she was like, yeah, that's what it is. And he's like always bragging about it. He's a producer on Gotti. He bragged about it? Yeah, he bragged about Woo. it. Which, who oh boy. And I think There's he got of... arrested for some crime. Thank God. <laughs> Maybe for the make- producing the <laughs> for movie. For making Gotti. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. No, I mean, there's not much to say other than listen. Truly. Um, I hope that you listened to this podcast instead of watching the movie. Because there's nothing. Yeah. You're not going to get anything. You're not going to get anything out. I mean, like, maybe, I don't know, maybe get drunk and watch it with your pals. But even then, even even then, there's better movies to watch. There's better. (laughs) There's better bad movies to watch. Any of our prior dealer's choice movies. Go watch those instead. God, (laughs) he's just super incompetent film. Yeah. And um, it, it. it's, I, I really hope that K- Casey has just, you know, he's, just, he co- he's closing the books. Listen, you know? he's, he's like mid-cancellation. Just go mm. go into the, the woods and go Unless find... Unless it's just a fancy money laundering scheme or something. I don't know. It could be. Who yeah. They didn't even make their budget back on <laughs> yeah, this. It was, it was a box office flop, and it only cost $10 million, which is like... Man, $10 million to think about like how much John Travolta was paid. Probably, yeah. probably a million or two. Probably still, like he had enough weight. Still, you know, mm. but I don't know. Enough weight, literally. Literally, mm. I mean, he's a hefty looking guy. Hefty now. boy. But yeah, this is just um, it's it's so. It's just like like I I just wish at least like it would have made some sort of sense like <laughs> that we'd. That we'd reach like, there's the the ending close the closing credits here ending of the podcast. Well, it's like with something. It's like uh, at least a lot of bad movies have you can you can tell like oh yeah this is at least a logical series of events. Yeah, and here you just I don't I don't know what this movie's about. It's about Gotti, I guess, but like Gotti is fucking cool. <laughs> That's 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 what the movie ends with. That's yeah. the fucking conclusion of the movie. That's the I guess and that's, that's what made what me so mad about. about. Yeah. Um. So maybe it's just like a low key genius movie. It just it, t- it requires big bra- big IQ, four D chess, some BBE, some big brain energy. Yeah, yeah. That 
we we plebeians of film can't understand. Who knows, <laughs> man? Maybe on our future KC season. Oh we'll... boy. What? <laughs> Poor what a fucking so, listen. Yeah, you say it. Okay. You say it. I obviously did not watch this movie through the end credits, but boy howdy did I just see the final <laughs> statement Casey wanted to make with Gotti, which was this oh. film is dedicated to the memory of Frank Gotti, his son who died, the young son. What a fuck. 67 to 1980, truly RIP to the real son. I want to say that. I don't want to be like ironic about that. A kid died. That's a fucking bummer. But, but to shit on his grave like that. Yeah. To take a literal dump. To tack that on to his, to a uh, ro- romanticized version of his crime boss father. Is, uh, is frank, frankly yeesh. disgusting. Yeah, Frank godly disgusting <laughs> boy i don't know that should be what our final statement fucking, yeah do you have do you have anything to say i mean not really we said it all man i don't know the soundtrack was done by pitbull oh, we forgot to talk about pitbull that's going to be the closing song obviously mr. it's going to be a pitbull song why pitbull mr worldwide himself did the fucking score which was mostly bad it was a pretty bad score, and then there were some like weird Pitbull esque like what Pitbull makes sense for some Scarface thing. Yeah, remake Scarface modern day and have Ma- Pitbull. That fine, sure. that's fine. Yeah, why, whatever. Why Pitbull in? I don't know. Paycheck. You, I guess. you got a lot of you got the Miami thing. You got the Boston thing. You got New York thing. There's a lot of cities going on. A lot here. of cities. Too many cities. Hey, and we should say. He's Mr. Worldwide, so he can he can go wherever the he fuck he can. wants. He's allowed to. His yeah. jurisdiction. Listen, let's let's talk Pitbull's jurisdiction worldwide. Dolly, anywhere. <laughs> and on that note, guys, that's Gotti. I think. Uh, yeah, that's what Gotti. better note to end on. Um, Jesus Christ, what a shitty movie! But you know, th- this podcast was a lot more fun than, uh, than yeah that movie. Absolutely, we had. I think uh, I think the universe decided to like make up. Like the karmic energy, yeah, that we had to endure to the correct suffering. the the imbalance. Yeah. That that seems to be the case on that these seems, bad movies yeah. we watch, right? We had a little bit of a scare there in the middle too, where that we heard a weird. grown man scream. You heard it too, I yeah. guess, if you're listening. Weird. I can't wait to listen back to that. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, decipher sure. what the fuck happened. That was um, weird. It was probably just some like I don't know. I don't know. Somebody. I don't know. It's, it's like ten o'clock at night. Who the f- eleven o'clock at night? Yeah, who's who's yeah. screaming? But um. I don't know, man. What what do we got? We got a dealer's choice, guys. Yeah. Uh, when you guys are listening to this, uh, it's gonna be I think this following Monday. It'll still be up for a little bit longer. I wanna I wanna start wrapping up the dealer's choice. Figure out what we're gonna be doing soon. Um, go go retweet the dealer's choice thing on our on our Twitter page. Uh, we don't know what we're doing yet. I'm excited to see what it is. Um, could be fucking anything. That's the magic of it, I guess. Um, we're still trying to decide what's next. Is season. that a movie? Fucking anything? Fucking anything? Probably. Right. I it feel like I've seen that on the on uh, torrent sites. That's uh, oh god. Yeah. Three sixty p. HD. We've said we'll cover anything. anything. 
Yeah, we we'll do. cover anything. Yeah, um, literally can say the word, and Brennan and I will watch you know it yep, together. Yep, we'll we'll go to what? xvideos.com and find it. We'll we'll do anything. We'll do anything. Fuck it. Um, but uh, yeah, thanks thanks for listening to this episode, guys. It was a lot of fun. Mm. Uh, we're still nailing down what we're doing next season. We're kind of honing in. I think maybe possibly. Uh, but that'll be, you know, uh, announced soon. Got a few ideas percolating. Yeah. Let's, we'll announce it. I'll say this now. We'll announce it on the dealer's choice. Let's Ooh, like okay. put a, put a fucking put a marker stamp there. On there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah. uh, thanks for listening guys. Thanks for listening to the past season. It was really a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, listen to all the Delphin shows. Delphin's really cranking out there. Weren't their... you on, uh, something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be coming up pretty soon. Actually listen to revenge of the sequel. Uh, I was on their um, the, the critically Chris- acclaimed, <laughs> the, um, yeah, critically acclaimed, uh, better than Gotti. Close Encounters. Oh, oh yeah. yikes! I would not. I, say I'm kind of curious. What, yeah, what you're no, it's 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 a good uh, episode where I really go to at bat for uh, Kingdom of the you Crystal really Skull. Really lured him in, huh? Um, but uh, yeah, Kingdom Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I talked with the Revenge of the Sequel guys. It was a really fun like Zoom episode that I think was was uh, was a really good one. Yeah. Um, so check that out. Listen to cover stories. Adam and I were on. A fun episode of that. Talking vaporwave. Talking Gary Jules. And they have a few. They have a few episodes released now too. So they got some new yeah, stuff for sure. Just so subscribe to all those. Uh-huh. Um, all the Delphin Pod shows too. Uh, and I think and register to vote. That's all I'm hey, gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say about it. I'm not gonna say vote. anything else. Get registered. Register to vote. That's Maybe all. buy some stamps. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe buy some I'm not stamps. gonna. I'm not gonna say anything political. But just you yeah. know, do your Listen. duty. Do your duty. And, uh, yeah. yeah. You got anything else, Adam? That's it. Register to vote. And keep your mask on, everybody. Yeah, for sure. Keep it on. And uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Fireball. Here don't play uh-huh. That boy's from the bottom Bottom on the map M-I-A U-S-A I gave Susie a little pat up on the booty And she turned around and said Walk this way I was born In a frame Mama said that every word was on my name I'm the best You've ever had If you think I'm burning out I never am